the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Auto Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Auto Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks. Hey, welcome to You Auto Know right here on FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you've got a grocery store, liquor store, or any business that has checkout, and you're having problems getting employees, well, think about self-checkout, just like the big boys do, Walmart, Home Depot, Costco. All you have to do is give a call to Southwest Point of Sale, 800-540-2149. They'll come out, take a look at your facility, and if it fits, you get 24-hour a day, seven-day-a-week service. They're an affiliate of uh, National Cash Register. They've been doing this for over 20 years. Talk to Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony and Ramon, and they will hook you up. Also, Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. Man, I tell you, if you like cool hot rods, you'll definitely want to check out Hot Rods and Custom Stuff right there in Escondido, hotrodscustomstuff.com. They are phenomenal. 2324 Auto Parkway. They sell, service, build. They do it all. Talk to Randy. Tell him you heard it right here on KCBQ. All right. So Toyota took a Mariah and got into the Guinness world book of records take a listen to jared farnsworth and reginald hayward and have them tell you how they did it all right folks hey you know i don't know if you've heard much about uh hydrogen powered vehicles well toyota wants you to sit down and pay attention because we have got jared farnsworth the engineer on the team and reginald uh, haywood he's the marketing guy uh and they have done something with a toyota mariah That'll, especially if you live in California, will make you sit up and take notice. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having us. So, thank you. Great. Which okay, so let's go to Jared first, since he's the one that had to do all the work, and Reginald just has to make all the phone calls. What What was your goal with the uh, Mariah? I mean, I, I were you setting? I were set to set uh, the Guinness World Record record. Was that the goal? Yeah, we really wanted to demonstrate the kind of capability and performance potential out of our, our Mirai and our fuel cell technology. So we felt this was a good way to demonstrate that. Right. And, and, and everybody saying, I know, they're saying, well, we don't have any, any hydrogen. Well, I think we have more hydrogen capability available than we do electric. Don't you guys kind of agree? Yes, no? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's definitely um, the target. We're working with, you know, the CEC and, and other stakeholders to really build out the hydrogen infrastructure for our customers. So that's definitely a big part of our focus. Well, that's exactly where my head's at. You know, I've been I've been dealing with 
you know, electric vehicles since the EV1 back in the 90s. Uh, I Back then I said we didn't have infrastructure. I think if the government was serious about it, they'd have put the infrastructure in first and then the electric vehicle second. And I could say the same thing for hydrogen too. But I think hydrogen, other than, you know, the weight of the tanks and, and what have you, I think is easier to, to get out there than electric. You guys agree? Yeah, maybe I'll jump into it first, but uh, yeah, we think there's really, you know, a bright future for both BEVs and fuel cell electric vehicles. They're both electric vehicles and they're both important for Toyota, like our portfolio technology about developing sustainability within transportation. And within hydrogen, you know, there are some advantages around um, being able to fuel quickly. And in this case, with this uh, range event, we were able to do the um, over 800 miles on a five-minute fill of hydrogen. So, yeah, there's right. definitely one one benefit for fuel cells. Absolutely. When I've seen those numbers, I mean, I mean and I was on a press event a while back where uh, we took some hydrogen cars out. And I, I told you guys when I was on the press event, I said, if a 92-year-old lady can't fill this car up with hydrogen, you know, then it's not going to work. And you proved me wrong. It was simple. It was easy. Uh, and what did get on my hands was water. So it, it was it was a no-brainer all the way around. And then you've been continuing on. I know you work with uh, the Port of L.A. and uh, Wyanimi trying to convert, or not trying, but converting the trucks over there and then eventually the forklifts to hydrogen electric. So you guys are on the right path. I really think so. But, man, I mean, how much hypermiling did you have to do to squeeze out 845 miles? <laughs> yeah, that was, was definitely a, a, a task. I'll say that for sure. We um, there are actually some records that were sent, spent, or uh, that were able to uh, be done by different um, groups earlier in this year. There's a group in Japan that did 647 miles, um, and then we actually had a customer who posted on Facebook that they were able to do 702 miles. So you know, in the end, that's really our goal: is can we achieve something similar, or even better than this? So even beforehand, we we did a lot of simulations to understand, okay, with the traffic in LA and on the 405, kind of what do we expect to happen? Is this even feasible? And in the end, we showed, yeah, we can actually do this. So it was, it was great to, to work with Wayne and Bob and really attempt this this record. Right. And, and you know, I tell people all the time because they ask me, how do you do it? How do you do it? I says, well, first you got to find the sweet spot of the vehicle, and then you got to right. stay consistent. You got to stay consistent with that mile per hour. And then the next thing you have to do is imagine driving a car with a fresh egg under the, the gas pedal. <laughs> That's I, right. Yeah, there's two things that kill fuel economy, accelerations and high speed. So you're absolutely right. And, yep, lane changing, excessive lane changing. You know, I mean, just if you just do it nice and gradual and turn the radio up and, and kick back and enjoy – I mean, it's amazing, you know, what kind of fuel mileage you can get. Convincing the general uh, driver, that's going to be a, a, a story down the road. But <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, it's kind of counterintuitive that all that traffic on the 405 would actually help with your fuel economy. But in this case, it definitely did. Right, exactly. But at least uh, you were able to do it. Uh, it. It takes away a lot of the naysayers that say hydrogen's not the way to go. Uh, from a maintenance or from an uh, engineering point of view, what what, cause what consists of hydrogen? Where do we get hydrogen? 
Maybe I can uh, just give a quick short answer. I mainly work on the uh, the vehicle side, but it, there's a lot of different sources where we can get hydrogen. You can get it from reforming natural gas. You can get it from electrolysis. And I know with you know the infrastructure that's being developed now, they're looking at setting targets for renewable hydrogen and kind of working towards that larger sustainability goal. So I don't know if Reginald, if you have anything else you'd like to add. Yeah, you nailed it perfectly, Jared. Well, we're not getting it from uh, we're not getting it from fossil fuels is the point. I mean, that's where we're getting our electric grid from. We're still in the fossil fuel game. So if you want to get out of the fossil fuel game and you're serious about it, I personally think hydrogen is the next best thing. And I, and Toyota's no dummy. They've known this for years, and I think that's why they put the millions of dollars into hydrogen technology because I think they're the smartest ones in the room because they figured it out. <laughs> yeah, we definitely want to make sure that we're we're thinking clearly about how we achieve our sustainability targets. And, you know, that's why earlier I mentioned a portfolio of technologies with the battery electric vehicle and the fuel cell electric vehicle. And those really work complementary to your regional kind of electrical grid or hydrogen um, production. So we think those work together really well. Right. And eventually you might even be able to eliminate electric as technology you know, continues on. Uh, you know, look how far we've come with electric. I mean, who would think you could go two, three hundred miles on an electric vehicle? We're back in the day. If you could get ten, you were you were the king. Right. Yeah. We're definitely kind of at the beginning of a new revolution here of kind of where technology is going. So it's really exciting to be a part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, Toyota.com to see any videos, maybe get some more information. Yeah, everything on Toyota's portfolio for um, zero emissions uh, vehicles, uh, like Jared mentioned, is on Toyota.com. Specifically, specifically for the Mirai, it's Toyota.com forward slash Mirai. So. Okay, so I got to beat 845. Okay, I'm going to contact <laughs> Toyota PR, and I'm going to get me a Mariah, and let me see what I can you're, you're in my crosshairs, guys. I'm telling you, I'm coming after you. If I could beat that, man, I tell you. Cause, well, and one more thing. You didn't do anything different to this vehicle. Uh, like if a customer was to buy a Mariah, you guys didn't do anything to it any different than a normal bone stock factory Mariah, correct? No, nope, it was it was a just a regular Mariah, um, just chosen for the event. Nothing special about it. Yeah, we didn't do anything to it. So, you know, go for it. We we welcome the competition. Any you know, any as people try to push the technology, push the boundaries, it's only a good thing. So, yeah, we'd love to hear hear your record. <laughs> but, but competition is good, except I'm gonna wax the snot out of that thing, man. That thing is gonna be so shiny, it's so smooth. You'd be surprised. Man, we should have thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, see, hey. Race cars aren't shiny just because they're pretty. They're shiny because they're looking for seconds. Man, hey, I tell you guys, this has been awesome. I love talking to you. Anytime more technology comes down the road, I'm the only guy in town that does this type of interviewing, and, and I love it. And, and, you, and you guys keep up the good work, and uh, we will be talking down the road. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you have propane 
pumping through your house, then you're definitely going to want to give Dave a call. Now, he only, only services East County, so if you're not in East County, it's going to be a problem. But if you're in East County, boy, will you save money. SD-propane.com. Call the 619-460-1705. Looking for automotive repair that you could trust? Family-owned and operated Express Auto Service. They work on all my cars. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. And you know, Kristen, before we start this, I know you didn't think I was going to do this, but because of a situation Kristen's going through and you folks are thinking about buying a hybrid, a plug-in hybrid, you really need to find out what your battery replacement would be on that vehicle if you're not going to lease it. Because Kristen found out the vehicle they've got, the battery replacement's more than what the vehicle's worth. And that's not a good thing. Car's only got 40,000 miles on it. It's totally ridiculous. We won't mention the manufacturer, but you need to put that in your in your little hat before you go out and think you're going green and you're buying a, buying a, a car that's going to help the environment. It might help the environment, but it sure as hell isn't going to help your pocketbook. Sorry to do that, but Kristen... I'm I'm heartbroken that you're going through this. But if you would have known up front, would you have bought that car? You know, it's, that's a that's a tough question. It, you know, it's my husband's car, um, so he actually purchased it prior to to us being together. And but you know, for future decisions, well, I think um, I, I think I that should be all of your listeners. I think that should be disclosed. I mean, at at the time of purchase. You know, just letting well, you know, well, you know. I think as auto journalists, you know, I know when I first started driving hybrid vehicles and going on the launches, I, I, automotive journalists would always ask. You know, we'd be there. Somebody would always ask, you know, what's the cost of the uh, battery? Right. And, I know, you know, years ago, one of the typical responses would be, you're not going to have to replace it. Don't worry about it. Whoops. I think the more <laughs> um, that, that hybrid vehicles are hitting the road, the more purchases, et cetera. I think we're learning that, you know, that might have been um, um, a goal. That might have been something that they were, they were hoping for, but that's probably just not the case. So, you know, I'm here to talk about uh, what I was driving. So I'll well, do that. Let's, let me, let me, due diligence. Well, let me ask you this. Have you got time for a second segment? Because Brian is in Austin at the Grand Prix. So that's an open segment if you want to hold and hang with me, and then we'll do the uh, the LC or the RCF in that second segment. Can, have you got time yeah, for that? Yeah, no, sure. Sure. So, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, so um, I really want to talk more about this this hybrid battery situation because people just don't know. And, and I, don't, I really don't want to mention the manufacturer because everybody's got it. And the other thing that you and I talked about off air was the, the battery replacement on certain vehicles are different prices. Everywhere from twenty five hundred all the way to thirty five thousand, you know what I mean? Right, I- exactly, exactly. And you know, um, I think that the other thing to remember is, you know, we all have cell phones, and right. not like your cell phone. At some point, it's the battery. You go, oh gosh, my battery's not lasting as long as as long as it used to. Like I'm having to charge it a lot more often. Right. Well, that happens with these hybrid batteries as well. Um, and so it, it's something to kind of consider that also sometimes mm-hmm. there's just a bad one, 
right? Like yeah. sometimes, you know, you just your your iPhone and your wife's iPhone, yours might be a bad one, your wife's iPhone might be fine. And so, you know, in the vehicle that's in question, you know, like you said, we're not going to mention the manufacturer. No. But I think one of the things is that um, um, we've talked about this numerous times. Almost every single week, always get the extended warranty. Absolutely. Um, it's not applicable in our situation because of the age of the vehicle, but we did have one. Because um, that's the first thing people keep asking me is, well, did you have an extended warranty and would it have covered the battery? Yeah, but would yeah, it? Would it? Would it? Warranty, but the, but that's what, a, would know, it? I, would it? I don't know. I don't I think mean, that's so. That's a big question because... Because extended warranties yeah. usually... now, I, and, and the argument is, what is a powertrain and what is not a powertrain? Because usually extended warranties cover the powertrain, the transmission... And certain components. If you get the high-end extended warranty, you know, the, if you buy that, then yes, that comes with the electronics and, and what have you. So those are questions that I think, and I think this is why people that buy hybrids and electric cars, when they when they get done with the lease or they get done with the car, they don't go back to it. They go back to a normally gas-aspirated vehicle, and it's probably because of these situations. So if if the government wants us to go green, then they need to do something better than what they're doing. Because, like, your battery should have been guaranteed for unlimited age at 100,000 miles. There shouldn't even have been a question. And, not, you sh- and you shouldn't have had to have paid for that warranty. That should be automatic. And I think that's the direction you're going to go next week and hopefully we'll get some resolve. The other thing I want to bring up and you know this better than anybody, if you get an electric car and you start going to these high speed chargers where it'll charge that vehicle up 80% in in 10 15 minutes, do you know what that does to the life expectancy of that battery? Right. And you know and that and that's that's kind of what I'm saying is uh yeah. you know when you get any electronics, right, that you're charging. Right. Um, you know, your 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 Apple Watch, your your iPhone, your Android phone, your Kindle even. Yeah. Um you it's all about, you know, the the rapid charge. It's all about the uh how you're caring for that battery. You know, even with some batteries, I don't know if you remember when cell phones first came out and they weren't the big bag phones. You remember the huge bag phones oh. like around. Yeah. Well when you first started getting the portable phones though, you know, the flip phones or whatever uh-huh. Uh-huh. they were still bulky. But you remember initially they said don't charge it until it drains. Right. So they wanted your phone to almost go dead before you charge it. And then, like, as the technology has changed, you know, I was just looking this up. It says um, most hybrid cars offer an 8 to 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty, whereas several states – so California, for the record, that they, they have a mandate that hybrid warranties have to last up to 150,000 miles right. if it was replaced new in California or right. if it was Bought purchased new. new in California, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, is there a yeah. law in Texas? So that's interesting. Is there a law in Texas that states that, or have you looked into that? I haven't looked into that because I just I just brought this up, and so yeah, I'm gonna I'm well, gonna you, have to look that up. You know what's you, funny is no, I was just ahead. gonna say you would think that the dealer because let's face it, you know if it's covered under any kind of a warranty, then what does the dealer care? They're still gonna get paid, maybe not the price that they they quoted you, but they're still gonna get paid. So that's. Well, you're going to meet with the factory rep hopefully next week. I know I know you've been in conversation with he or she, and you know it's all about customer service. And hopefully, this company will will see that. But I only wanted to kind of bring this 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 segment up 
because I just don't think a lot of people realize when they buy an electric vehicle, uh, like I had to buy a Mophie, cost me a hundred bucks, but it snaps onto the back of my phone and and I'm thankful to have it because my battery never goes dead. If it ever drops down, I push a little button and boom, it charges my battery back up. Right, right. And I love it. 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 So I'm thinking about getting a new new phone because I dropped this one. And even though I got the warranty, you got to go stand in line and do all of that. So I figured, well, it's an eight. Maybe I'll upgrade a little bit. But it's got to be the same size because I'm not getting rid of my Mophie. You know what I mean? For sure. For, you know what I just saw when while we were talking? I just saw that um, twenty that Toyota is now offering. So on all their 2020 hybrids and EVs, they have a 10-year, 150,000-mile uh, battery warranty. Right. And while some might go, well, 10 years, you know, if you think about it, We've talked about this numerous times as well. The technology is changing so quickly, right? Oh. The safety that's offered, the the that you probably, especially in a hybrid EV situation, you're probably not going to want to drive that car more than ten years anyway, right? Because the technology will have changed so much. You're going to want to go to something that's new that either charges faster or the battery weighs less or whatever, right? Um, so that's probably you know to me that sounds like pretty good coverage. And, and here um, and here's another crazy yeah. story. I did an interview with Chevrolet, and whether it be the Bolt or you know uh, the volt or whatever when the batteries go bad there's still 20 25 percent left in the battery and they're using those batteries to power businesses you know they're the lights the phones yeah it was a great great interview i didn't think deep enough into it to see if chevrolet or general motors would give you uh you know like a buyback on that battery or some kind of a discount Especially if you replace type credit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. So I I hate like, you know what, that you're going through this. But I think this is going to be a good learning experience when it's all said and done. And and I would have no qualms telling the manufacturer this is what we're doing. And we can send this interview to that company just so they'll know that we are talking about it. Good idea, huh? Yeah, well, <laughs> we, we we could talk about that offline. <laughs> well, no, no, no. I think we need. To, I think the general public needs to know because that's what this show is all about. Yeah, we review cars, but if we run into something that the consumer could benefit knowing before they make a purchase, or ask those uh, questions before they make a purchase, because let's face it, there's nothing out there that you can't buy that's. I mean, for anything cheaper than twenty, thirty grand of any value of all that's a lot of money and then when your your vehicle gets old and you have to replace your battery and the battery costs three times what the car costs you know what i mean right We're just yeah being... certainly i mean and you know like again technology keeps evolving and so sure. you know the, the price of this stuff you know may come down as well but i just research you know research research right. research right. um any 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 purchase of an automobile whether you're whether you're paying thirty thousand for a brand new automobile right. or a hundred and fifty thousand right. for a brand new automobile, right. that's a big financial commitment. That's and don't right. go into it. Don't let your emotions <laughs> rule your purchase. Thank you. Make sure you do your due diligence of research and, and decide how long you're going to keep it. My rule of thumb has always been: if you're going to keep it in no longer than the base warranty, then don't buy any of the extended warranties. If you're going to buy a vehicle and keep it longer than the base warranty, then you buy the service contract and you use the factory one and you get everything you can get 
And remember that price is negotiable. If they say twenty five hundred, they're probably in at about fifteen. So you can use that as a, a negotiating tool. And if you're if it's really a high tech vehicle, lease. I don't know what it is well, about I, leasing. People think that's a four letter word. Right. Well, also, with you being a you know having a background, being a service manager, right. being in that that role, um, don't you advise that people always take their new vehicles oh. for their service to the dealership so that they don't miss a service bulletin? Because you and I were just talking exactly. about exactly. Service bulletins. It's a bonus. It's a bonus, folks, because technical service bulletins are free, but you have to service with the dealer to find out about them. It's not a it's not a recall. Recalls are mandated by the government. And everybody gets it, and it's all free for the life of the vehicle. So there are benefits to going to the dealer, uh, and it's and not necessarily something that Jane Public would know about. No, if didn't take her car in to get serviced. Correct? No, because Grandpa had a bad experience at the dealer and told his granddaughter, "Don't you ever take that car to the dealer? They're just a bunch of ripoffs. They're just going to take advantage of you." Well, maybe back in the day that was the case. Maybe that did happen, you know, to that particular individual. But you need, and I'm telling you, every time I've had a situation, and you're you're in this boat. I mean, you guys have been servicing with the dealer since you've owned that car. That is going to be a major plus for them to decide whether they're going to give you customer assistance. I'm telling you, right? Because if right. you weren't, no, I, I just. I- I want to emphasize to people, it's not like because you purchased this car, you know, a brand new car, and um, you have it and you're maintaining it. It's not like you magically get, like, letters about these service no. bulletins. If you're not taking no. it to the dealership and getting it serviced, you would never know. Nope. Nope. Um, and that's really what service, rider, that's what service riders do. As soon as your car rolls in, they run the VIN number. And if there's a TSB on that car, they say, hey, by the way, the headlight switch has been upgraded, the brake light switch, the transmission – you know, if you want to leave it, leave us with it, leave it with us for a couple of days. We can take care of that for you under warranty. That's what's the one of the bone. And now with cars as technical as they are, it's even more important than back in the day when it was a car that was real low on technology. Anyway, didn't want to steal your thunder, but I thought it was extremely important that we did a segment on this since you're since you're you know living the dream. So when we come back, what are we going to review? The Lexus RCF Fuji edition. Only 60 of them were made. Don't miss it. How'd you get that car? I didn't get that. <laughs> you must know somebody. All right, we're going to take a quick break. You listen to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by Weather Machine and Air Conditioning and Heating. Family owned and operated, been like three generations been running this company. And one of the things that's really cool about these guys, they're a C43 licensed facility. What does that mean? They have a full sheet metal shop. So if you have an older home and something's going on with your AC or heating system and you need to replace some sheet metal and you can't find it, well, they can make it. And that is a major plus. Go to weathermachines.net or call them at 619-443-9974. Tell them you heard it right here on KCBQ. Also, John's Automotive Care down there at 6267 uh, Riverdale. Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, Master Techs. Nobody does it better than John. Warranty goes clear across the United States. 
That's johnsandiegoautorepair.com, and he has two locations. All right, we got Christian Barclay still on the line since Brian is hobnobbing with F1. Uh, and we're going to talk about the RCF <laughs> Fuji, which I've seen it, didn't get it. Tell us about it. <laughs> yeah, so like I was saying, uh, this is it, it's an exclusive. It is uh, a special edition of the RCF. Only 60 units were made in 2021. It is coming back for 2022, but it's going to be even more exclusive with only 50 units made. Wow. Um, you asked me last week, you were like, what color is it? And I was like, that's gray. Well, apparently I misspoke. <laughs> uh, according to Lexus, it is Sonic Chrome. Um, yeah. But it kind of gives me a, a chance to, to say again that I think Lexus has the best Ugh. paint job in the you know automotive market, yeah. full stop. Yeah. I, I totally they're agree. Phenomenal. I don't. I don't know what they do, but they're phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's. It, I got this car at a cool times right around my daughter's birthday, and so she was turning thirteen. I look at her and say, "Hey, sweetheart, you want to go for a ride in the sports car?" And she looks out the window and she goes, "No." I'm like, "No, like, like, look, like that's that's super fast, super cool." She's like, "Yeah, no, I'm not into it." What happened to the sedan last week? Because you know, I had the LS five hundred the week before, what? right? What's wrong with this I go, child? I go get my son, my 11-year-old. Anybody? <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Did I lose you? Uh-oh. Put her... She dropped... Special edition. I go, yeah. He goes, well, what makes it special? And I, he kind of stumped me, Dave, because, like, I hadn't done the research yet. And I was like, well, yeah, I need to look and see. Uh-huh. Um, so I was like, well, you know, it's got the carbon fiber hood, and there's a rear wing. Like, I knew that right away. Like, the spoiler, you know... And, I was like, the roof. And he's like, well, what about those side skirts? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think those are special to it, too. And he was like, yeah. He goes, I really kind of like the red leather, too. And I was like, yeah, I think that's that's part of it, too. And uh, he's like, yeah, there's a lot of carbon trim on the inside. And finally, I'm like, do you just want to do my job? Like, I know you don't have a license, but maybe you could just talk about how it drives from the passenger seat, you know? Yeah, you go jump um, in the pool and just call Dave and just do the review. It's perfectly okay. <laughs> Right, but and then he and then he's funny. He goes, "Well, is it a six or an eight? They go, "What do you mean a six or an eight? He goes, "Is it a V six or a V eight? And I was like, "What's a five liter V eight? And he goes, "Okay, I'm kind of, like at this point, I'm kind of surprised." And and he's like, well, "What's the horsepower?" And I was like, four hundred seventy two." He goes, wow. "Okay." He goes, "Well, how are the brakes?" And now at this point, we're driving, and I was like, "They're good." I was like, "They're uh, they're carbon ceramic Brembo," and he goes, "Oh, he's like that's that's why they're red because of the Brembo brakes." And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes. Well, let's see how they work. And I'm like, well, you know, here I am, the mom, sitting yeah. next to my 11-year-old son. Yeah. He's in the front seat because it's a two-plus-two. There's not really any room for him to sit no. in the back. No. You know, so I'm doing the, you know, the mom across the seat. I go, well, hold on, you know, as I'm kind of putting my arm across him. I'm like, be prepared. And, I, you know, I tap him pretty hard. I didn't slam on him, but I tap him pretty hard. He goes, yeah, that'll do. Yeah. Dave, he said, that'll do. Can you I'm like, believe? what? But see, what did I tell you? What did I tell you how many years ago when we started this? I go, you got to get your kids into these reviews. And you went, what? Oh, they're not interested. Now look what you've done. You have, you have well, except for her because she doesn't like that. She'd rather have a four-door. But that's cool because he likes the two-door <laughs> coupe. But you turned your children into junior automotive journalists. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I think they're critics. I'll just tell you that right well, now. And that's good. We went through, Nothing's we not- went through all the changes. Yeah. And, and you know what he said? He goes, what's the price difference? 
I go, what do you mean, what's the price difference? He goes, well, if you bought an RCF, because I was telling him the story uh-huh. about how the RCF was one of the first vehicles I ever drove on a track. Out in, they did a launch out in uh, New Orleans. Uh-huh. First time I'd ever been to New Orleans, and I got to drive it on a track, you know, helmet, professional driver's yeah. all thing, and then drive yeah. it myself. And so I said, well, yeah, that's a good point, buddy. I said, I know this one's about 100000 Well, it's one hundred and two eight forty five. Mm-hmm. It's 30000 more than a regular RCF. So he wanted and to know goes, what's the what's the value of another thirty grand, right? Yeah. So you know what he said? He goes, Well, he's like, either you have to be a collector to buy this one, he's like, or you gotta really be like a like a some like a show off. Like I don't his word wasn't show off, but he said something like somebody that likes attention or something something along those lines. Oh and I just thought that was that was really interesting, God. you know, perception of this eleven year old. That is amazing. But you know who's tougher? Out of the two of your kids, your daughter. Oh, definitely. She is a critic, if there ever was a critic. Uh, she, like, fine-tooth goes through and finds, like, everything Jeez. in the car that she doesn't like or what's what's wrong with it, which I, you know, I mean, again, so, like, I went from the LS500, which, you know, is, is much more modern, oh, has yeah. a lot of different new technology, is beautiful, like, I mean, almost flawless. You get in this and it's dated. The interior is dated. Yeah. It, just, it feels like an older Lexus. Right. And yet my son didn't pick up on any of that. Right. None of that. Yeah. Um, and he actually he said something that, that really kind of stuck with me. He goes, you know the way the engine sounds? You know that roar? And I was like, yeah. He goes, it makes your heart smile. <laughs> That's a and T-shirt. Like, That's a T-shirt. You know what, buddy? It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a friend of mine who wanted, who wanted a BMW M3 more than he wanted to breathe. So I talked him into going down and at least looking at a, at a Lexus uh, RC, uh, RCF. And that's what he bought. And he says, I've never been happier in my life. Because that car will give you everything you want. Plus, as a daily driver, it's, 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 it's amazing. I and mean, that's the thing is, um, you know, we talked about like the, the when I've driven the Challenger or the Charger, you know, right. especially when you're like at a, at a SRT or a Hellcat, and I always feel like I'm having to rein the car in. Right. I actually feel like I'm doing the vehicle a disservice when I'm just driving around town running errands. Sure. Whereas this vehicle, this RCF, it doesn't, it, it, it has, it's tuned so that it's calm when you're going through, you know, you're tooling through town running your errands, you're in the school drop-off right. line. Um, but it's, it's got the, uh, dynamics when you want to use them, right. you know, and, if you wanted to take it to the track or, I mean, we have roads out here in Texas where the speed limit's 85. Right. Um, so, you know, in those conditions, perfect. It's, right. it's got a zero to 60 time in four seconds. Hunter asked me, I said, well, let's look it up. Right. Um, you know, I'm never, well, my, my kids in the car, I'm never comfortable actually going zero to no. 60 and timing it. Um, I feel like I'm going to teach them a bad habit if I do that. Right. So. And that's what racetracks are for. That's what racetracks are for. Exactly. And and Hunter is is 100% correct. The Fuji Edition is a collector car. That's something that you're going to sell later on down the road and get more money for it if it wasn't a Fuji. You know what I mean? So he's right on the the money there. That kid's amazing. Yeah. He he is he is, and I'm just I'm glad that he's still excited about and passionate about cars. I was explaining to him, you know, something I never really realized before, but um, you know, he likes playing Forza, so like we'll play Forza Horizon, uh, was it Horizon Four? Yeah. And I told him I said I never thought about this until I drove the RCF, but driving a video game makes you a better dri- driver in person and when you get on a track because sure. you start learning to see ahead and look yeah. for the what, what are they called dave you know what i'm talking about well you're always um, you always look down farther than like to the next turn or you always look beyond where you're going 
And this is a fact. If you lose control of a car and you see a tree off the side of the road, you're going to hit it. If you look at it, you're going to hit it. So it's all about looking beyond where you're going and where you want to be. I'm telling you, I can't do right video game. But all, yeah. all the race car drivers do it. They all use video games. They all going to a track that they've never been to or if there's no practice. And look how realistic those those video games are. I, I think it teaches you how to, I want to say, corner a little better just because you're learning that you've got to, like you said, look ahead. You know, um, you know, it seems it seems counterintuitive that you're not looking at the road immediately in front of you. But if you're looking to the right or the left at that turn, your brain automatically tells you to yeah. steer the car that way. Um, it, it was a learning curve for me until I started doing the video games. And then that one time I went on the track and All I was right. talking to the professional driver and he was like, no, he's like, you're totally doing what you're supposed to do. You know what we need so to do? Cool. We need to get Hunter a simulator with the racing seat. The, the screens, the steering wheel. I'll never get him in a real car again. Well, but just think how much better a driver he would be if you got him into a simulator. And what we need to do is contact a company that does simulators. We don't want the $250,000 one, but but like a basic entry and get yeah. it, you know, have him give it to you guys and let him run it and then have him do a couple reviews on it. But just don't tell That'd Hunter. Be totally cool, yeah. Just don't say nothing because yeah. if we don't pull it off, then he'll be mad at us. All right. That's true. I'll blame Uncle Dave. Yeah, and that's exactly who would catch it too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this has been great. Thank you, thank you for hanging in for the second segment. But I just felt the first segment was so so important. Please stay in touch with me and let me know how it goes because you know I got a sneaky feeling you're gonna get you're gonna get taken care of. Uh, yeah, I hope so, and I, I hope at the, you know at the very least, I hope that a listener learned something today. So hopefully, we have yeah. someone else out there. Absolutely. And then when we're done with the car, then we go to the pool, then we go to the retaining wall, then we go to the house, and then we go to the cat, <laughs> then we go to the dog, and then we go to the trees, and then we go to the telephone pole. Sound like a plan? <laughs> uh, we're going to conquer the world together. But in the meantime, I will. Uh, I'll talk to you next week. All right. How do people follow you? Uh, focusdailynews.com or find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash Y-A-K radio. Hey, and if I put a smile on your face today, then it's well-deserved. <laughs> Definitely. Thanks, Dave. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. Guess what? We're going to talk to Stu Pierce, marketing manager, GMC. He has upgraded the GMC to the standard you will love. Stay tuned. This is FM 96.1, AM 1170, the end. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know, FM 96.1, AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by Convoy Auto Service, 3909 Convoy Street, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved, can't get any better than that. Go to ConvoyAutorepair.com, and for scratches, dings, and dents, go to Bumper.KearneyMesa. Right in the same complex, go to KearneyMesaBumper.com. All right, let's take a listen to what Stu Pierce, marketing manager at GMC, has to offer you if you decide to jump into a new GMC Sierra. Well, folks, guess what? I got my good buddy Stu Pierce on the line. He's a senior marketing manager for GMC. And GMC, and you know GMC is the top of the line, is introducing introducing the most luxurious, advanced, and capable Sierra 1500, period. Stu, welcome to the show. Hey, yep, it's great to be here, Dave. Thanks for uh, inviting us. My pleasure. So, 
Golly, I already thought the GMC was pretty high up the ladder when it came to a luxury truck. What 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 have you done to it now? Well, you know, Dave, the uh, the truck market is moving fast. There there are so many people looking to move into full size trucks, and people that have been buying full size trucks, uh, they just continue to tell us that they just want more. They want more luxury. They want more technology. They want they really want the latest and greatest of everything. And so that's really what we set out to do with this new 2022 Sierra that we're going to be uh, bringing to market early next year. Right. I mean, people going out looking for a, a, a single cab, short bed, roll-up window, no AC, no radio truck, they'll never, ever find it because the consumer just won't put up with it. So why don't you kind of tell us some of the features that people will see in the new 22 uh uh, Sierra that they wouldn't have seen uh, this year or the year before. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, first of all, so what we've done is, uh, you know, we've really just brought, uh, we, we had launched a great truck here three years ago with our uh, 2019 Sierra and, uh, you know, established sort of, you know, reestablished our, our position as, you know, extremely premium, extremely capable and really pushed into the innovative space with the new multi-pro tailgate that we launched uh, on that 2019 truck. And that's just been so well received. So, but what we've done now in 2022 is we've, we first of all upgraded the exterior because we know styling is really important. Uh, we've made the grills are wider, uh, new, bigger LED headlamps, uh, go, going to a new dual projector technology that is just, you know, very precise and clear. So, uh, some really cool lighting in the front of the truck. Uh, new interiors. Uh, that's a really big part of the story with just some massive screens. So uh, we've actually got uh, over 40 inches of screens between our center stack screen, which is 13 inches, a big 12-inch screen behind the steering wheel, and then our 15-inch uh, head-up display screen. So uh, that's actually most in the class. So, I mean, we, we keep hearing, every, you know, everybody wants bigger TVs. They want bigger screens in their truck. Uh, we've delivered on that. And then, uh, but the big news is really these two new, uh, what we're calling ultra premium uh, models. Uh, first of all, a Denali Ultimate model, and then second of all, a new AT4X. So um, I can tell you a little bit about, uh, first of all, let me start with uh, Denali Ultimate. Um, you know, that's really at, at, at the top of our uh, portfolio. Um, most importantly, or I guess, uh, you know, first, is this new Super Cruise uh, feature that we've got. So what, what this is, is a hands-free driver assistance technology. Basically enables you to drive along, uh, you know, thousands of different miles of roads in the U.S. without ever having to even touch the steering wheel. So you set this Super Cruise, the vehicle drives itself. And new for 2022 with Super Cruise is that now you've got the ability to tow a trailer. So this is the first truck ever with a hands-free technology that will actually pull a trailer down the highway, no hands on the wheel, and it will also make an automatic lane change. So if you come up on a vehicle in front of you, it's going slower than you, you've got the, the cruise set on, it will actually check to make sure it's clear and make a complete lane change around that slower moving vehicle in front of you, getting back into the other lane. So, I mean, that that's something that just really, you know, we know truck, truck buyers tend to drive a lot of miles, right? They, people buy big trucks to drive long distances on vacations or to get away from the city or, or go, wherever, go wherever it is they want to go. And this Super Cruise is going to make that driving just a, an incredible uh, different experience than anybody's ever had before. 
And it's kind of a, a precursor to self-driving. You know, this is kind of, you know, feeding the consumer just little oh. bits and pieces early in this in this iteration. So once we eventually get to self-driving, it won't be a shocker. And, and I think that's a really smart idea because it's you know, especially with that type of technology, you know, the consumer needs to be trained. You know, more so than if you just get in it and it, it just does it automatically. Yeah, no, I think that's right. Uh, you know, I think that uh, you know, we still uh, we've actually got a, a camera mounted behind the steering wheel that that actually watches the driver to make sure the driver yeah has his eyes open and is watching uh, the road ahead. So uh, if if that doesn't happen, then the, the system will alert alert that driver to make sure that he does uh, you know stay alert because uh, this is this is a driver assistance uh, system, not a completely autonomous vehicle. But but it right. is it is just an amazing experience. I mean, you know, when you can actually just set this thing like you'd set the cruise, take your hands off, and and just really relax, knowing that uh, you know the the car or the truck in this case is going to take care of uh, of the issues coming at you. So if, if, if so, I'm driving down the road and I'm in this truck, and maybe I'm towing a small trailer or even a big trailer. If I start to nod off, and my you know, and I kind of my head bows or and my eyes close, will that uh, alert the truck to alert me to wake up? Absolutely right. It will first of all send you. Uh, it will do a, a visual of the steering wheel uh, color. There's a, there's a light bar in the steering wheel that will first of all change colors to alert you to uh, take control. And if that doesn't work, actually a voice will come on uh, in the vehicle and uh, alert you to, uh, you know, wake up or take control of the vehicle or else, I mean, worst case is, uh, you know, the, the vehicle will, will uh, slow to a stop if they, if we cannot reach the uh, the driver. But, but that, you know, I, I don't know, there's even any uh, record of that. I think this thing is, uh, you know, it's, it's intended to be an assistance technology and I think it's going to be, uh, I've, I've driven it for you know a couple thousand miles now, and it, it's uh, you know really is uh, just tremendously uh, relaxing because you, you just don't have to have that tight grip on the wheel all the time, and, and you've got all the cameras and radars looking ahead, making sure that uh, there's not nothing there to be concerned about. Well, I so totally, the other yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to uh, talk a little about the the Denali Ultimate Interior as well. Sure. And yep, so. Uh, so we got that we we actually really uh, you know Denali's always been a, established as a just a you know super premium brand. Uh, this new Denali Ultimate trim we've done it in a it's called a unique Alpine Umber interior. Uh, really one of the most uh, if uh, probably the most luxurious luxuriously crafted interiors in a truck ever. So you've got uh, a lot of stitching, uh, you've got a lot of piping, you've got multi tones, you've got some laser etched uh, Paldeo open pour wood uh, and it's not just randomly laser etched it's actually laser etched with the topographical map of Mount Denali uh, of course our namesake so uh, you know just some some cool attention to detail and uh, just a tremendous amount of luxury uh, th this new ultimate has um, 16 way power seats uh, with massage it's got a 12 speaker Bose uh, center point audio system uh, and and this this new Denali Ultimate has literally every other feature that we offer uh, is standard equipment and included, including the Super Cruise that we just talked about. So, you know, it really is going to raise the bar in the pickup class. Uh, you know, undoubtedly going to be the most uh, luxurious pickup 
um, in advance with all this technology. So uh, we think we're really going to have something special uh, that is going to really uh, be well received by customers. Because like, like I said, we, we hear it all the time. People, they just, they just want the best. Yeah. A lot of truck customers, they, they've worked hard uh, to achieve where they're at in life. And, uh, you know, we know that they, they're looking to reward themselves and no, no better reward than a Denali Ultimate. I can see every shop foreman or out there screaming at the boss that that's the truck he wants to go out and you know go out on the job site. And because you got to remember, folks, this is still a work truck. I mean, you can use this as a work truck. It's very, very capable from towing to office space inside the cab. I mean, everything we're talking about are, are just you know cherries on on the Sunday, so to speak to give that driver the luxury. But then if you want to turn around and go to the Hotel Del Coronado, take the wife to dinner, you can do that as well. I, I've always loved yep. GMC. I've always liked what you guys have done with it. You give us what we want and then extra. And I think that's what the consumer is looking for. So when can they go to the website and take a look and possibly start building the This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.